Welcome back to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Girl Talk Series Podcast. Bombshell 1111 is a platform created to teach ways to nourish the mind, body, and soul. This platform allows this podcast to create weekly content on podcasts with special guests each week that will stimulate your spiritual, mental, and physical growth. The podcasts are played on social media platforms such as Spotify, YouTube, Anchor Radio Station, Apple Podcasts, and more. This station has been created to allow us to interact with each other to share knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and light. So without Without further ado, please help me welcome your host and founder of Bombshell 1111 Girl Talk Series, Kia. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Podcast Therapy for Women of Color. My name is Kia, and I'm your host. So now, you guys, we have a very special guest. She is a reoccurring guest, actually, on the podcast by the name of Beltrice Hart Anderson. She is a tax resolution strategist and enroll agent. She's licensed to represent businesses and individuals for the IRS in all 50 states. So without further ado, you guys, let's welcome her back to the podcast. Welcome back, Deltrice. How are you? Thank you, Miss Kia. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy that you agreed to come back and, you know, be part of the podcast again. I enjoyed you the first time and I'm like, yeah, we, we need her to come on back again. So thank you for coming back on. It is my pleasure. So tonight I figured because of the type of work that you do and the knowledge that you have, I thought now is a good time for individuals and the listeners to get more information and knowledge about the SBA loans and PP loans forgiveness programs that are current, like right now, happening right now, I'm sorry. Um, Because a lot of small business owners are applying for those loans, but there are some things that they also need to keep in mind while while applying for those loans. Um, Because as you stated before, on the last podcast um, episode, that it always comes back. Uh, not to hunt you, but it always comes back. So you need to make sure that you keep track of your expenses and things that you do once you do obtain those funds. So without further ado, um, I did do a short intro to let the listeners know who you were, just Reese, but can you just do a short intro about who you are, what you do, and where you're from? Absolutely. So again, thank you, Kia. I am Deltrice Hart Anderson of DeHart Accounting. So I'm an accountant by trade and what I do, I spend most of my time getting people out of tax trouble. So negotiating with the IRS or any state agency when people can't afford to pay their tax bills or they are disputing their tax bills or they haven't filed in a long time and whether the IRS has come knocking on their door. Of course, the IRS isn't knocking right now, but um, we've gotten word from the IRS that they will start the knocking within the next few months. (laughs) Um, But Mm. yes, uh, so I am the person that you call when um, before, hopefully before that happens, but certainly if that starts happening or if you get any letters. So that's um, most of my time is spent there, but my practice 
includes small business accounting matters. So like the PPP, the idle loans, just helping small businesses navigate their finances and helping them not to have to pay so much or if anything at all to the IRS and or state. So um, that's typically what I do. I call it for short, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets and bank accounts of taxpayers. Um, And I am in West Columbia, South Carolina, but I practice all across this country. So that's just a little bit about me. And so your services are provided to anyone? Mainly business owners, so small business owners, um, the accounting and tax services. But when there are just regardless to if someone has a business or not, if there is a tax issue, then I service those people as well. And as also for those people that are interested in going into business, I help them as well. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Deltree. So let's just jump right in. So for those who don't know um, what the SBA loan and PP loan forgiveness programs are, can you read what those programs are? Sure. So, um, and this is, I I have to make a disclaimer because um, these programs have been changing so rapidly, um, probably since, since we had COVID. So, I have to say, um, I'll have to go back to March 11th, right? So as of March 11th, um, the SBA has come out with new efforts and especially for small business owners, right? Now, there was a window of time um, which has passed starting February 24th through uh, March 9th where small business owners had their own special window of time to apply for the PPP loan. And it just gave the small business owners priority. And so they wouldn't have to fight with the big companies that were savvy or had their own accountants ready to kind of apply for the money. That doesn't mean just because that window of time has passed, that doesn't mean that small business owners still can't apply. That just means that they're going to have to wait in line a little longer versus not having to wait in line longer when that special window of time was designated to the small businesses. But we'll start with the PPP, um, that in which is the best initiative right now for small business owners, because that even though it's a loan, there is forgiveness potential, right? So that PPP loan, a lot of people thought, oh, well, well, initially it was set up. You had to have employees in order to apply for that loan. Now you don't have to have employees. You could be a small business owner. You can um, have a 1099. You could be self-employed, an independent contractor, whatever you call yourself would be in business. You can apply for that loan. And with that loan, the good thing about it, another change that happened is initially when the loan came out, you had to look at your tax return as a small business owner or a self-employed person. If the eligibility was all based off of your net income, well, lots of times small business owners 
they make the money, but they spend just as much as they make or even sometimes more. So a lot of small business owners ended up having, did, they didn't have a profit. As a result, they did not qualify for the PPP loan because the PPP loan was based off of whether you had a profit or not. And if you had a profit, then you can multiply that profit times 2.5, um, 2.5. And then whatever that dollar amount was, that was your eligibility amount. And there was like a few other things you'd have to back off of the tax return. But nonetheless, that left a lot of small business owners not being able to afford, uh, not being able to qualify for the PPP loan. Well, this administration came back and said, no, we're going to not qualify you off of your net income or net loss, if you will. We're going to qualify you based off of your gross income. And gross income meant all of the income that you made before you started taking any expenses out, with the exception of cost of goods sold. And I won't get like really, really technical, but um, the the Schedule C filer, which was most of the gig economy, most of the independent contractors or small business owners, that Schedule C, whatever your net profit was off of your gross income, that became what you qualified off of. So that was a big, big deal that that was um, that came about in the new administration. So fast forward, now more gig workers, more independent contractors, more self-employed people not only qualify for PPP, but they qualify for more PPP. And if they qualify for more PPP, then obviously they qualify for more loan forgiveness. So that that was that's a big thing when it comes to the PPP loan. Then a lot of people, they're still out there. That's that's just one program with the SBA. Another program with the SBA is the idle loan or the economic injury disaster loan, right? Now, the idle loan, there again, set aside for small business owners, especially when it came back because the funds were um, they closed the program, and then when the program came back, they were uh, the government was like, "Okay, we're going to focus on the low-income communities first, and those nonprofits, and then anyone that could demonstrate that they had a thirty percent reduction over a certain periods of time from 2019 to 2020, if they could demonstrate that their profits were lower." then they got that pre that preferential treatment when it came to applying for the loans. So a lot of people, a lot of small business owners during the pandemic, of course their income went down, their income decreased, and they couldn't go to the bank. So they could go to the SBA and apply for a loan. And not only and and another thing with both PPP and SBA, the interest rates are much much lower. And with PPP, most of that money could be forgiven. With the idle, none of the money could be forgiven, but the interest rates are so low 
And the amount of time that you have to pay back the loan was, I think it's either 20 years or 30 years. I think it's 30 years. So that was just, it's a great, great thing. It's, it's a great program for small business owners. Uh, Do you have to have a business plan in order to receive any of these? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You don't have to have a business plan. But you do have to have your books in order. You have to have your finances in order. So your record keeping and your tax returns, whether it's 2019 and or 2020, I suggest that you have both 19 and 20 available. Don't file your 2020 until you see if it's beneficial for you to apply for these loans with your 2019 tax return versus your 2020 tax return. So Deltrice, let's just say someone is starting a business now in 2021. Are those individuals eligible to apply for these programs? It is too late for them to apply for these particular SBA loans, but it is not too late for them to apply for other SBA loans. And that's what a lot of small business owners, of course, everyone wants the PPP loan or the EIDL loan, but there are other funding programs out there through the SBA for business owners that didn't start their business before the pandemic hit. Okay, good. I'm glad you mentioned that because later on in the podcast, we're going to, in an episode, we will talk about um, some financial you know, resources for small business owners. Um, But in reference to these programs, when individual small business business owners, they get these um, programs and the funds, um, is this payment history reported to their business credit bureau or personal business? So the credit uh, is pulled from your personal credit. Um, I don't know how it's going to be reported. Um, if, and typically with SBA, if, if the SBA is going to follow their normal SBA, um, guidelines, then it will be reported to the business credit, not the personal credit, even though they're going to pull the personal credit report, um, the business credit is where the reporting will happen. Is there a minimum credit score that an individual needs to have in order to obtain? That is a great question. So the credit score doesn't really matter for the PPP. That is just one of, it's a very small factor, I should say, um, when it comes to the PPP loan. And um, what they do is they focus on, did you file your tax returns? Um, They even had, so with the first round of PPP funding, if you had, if you defaulted on your student loans, then they would not allow you to, um, to apply for the PPP. Now it doesn't even matter. You can, you could have defaulted on your student loans and be okay for as long, the only credit issue um, that would prohibit you from applying for any of the SBA loans is if you had an existing SBA loan and in the past seven years you defaulted on it. 
but the actual um, credit does not come into play outside of that. Okay, so uh, just a minute ago, you were talking about other small loans or financial resources for small business owners. Um, can you just discuss a few that you're knowledgeable on and how to um, for, how individuals can apply? Sure. For loan? So um, within the SBA, there again, there is a loan. It's called a 7A loan, just like so the number seven and the letter A is in Apple. So a 7A loan you can have, um, you don't have to have been in business before COVID hit in order for you to apply for that loan. That loan, the SBA will guarantee up to 85% of that loan. So that's a great deal because a lot of banks, they like to lend money. But of course, if the SBA is saying, hey, if this person defaults on the loan, then we can still get 85% of our money back. So it's still a great loan for small business owners. Um, another loan is for smaller businesses. It's called a micro loan. And that micro loan is up to $50,000 that you can borrow again wonderful SBA program because it you don't have to have been in business forever. You don't have to be in business. Uh, if you're a startup, you could qualify for that 7A loan or even with the, um, even the micro loan. And again, they have very low interest rates. Typically, um, interest rates are like, um, I think between eight to 13%, which is a great rate for small business owners. Now it's not a great of a rate as the idle loan or the PPP, but it's still better than a lot of times we as small business owners. And I've been here, been there before we fund our businesses sometimes through credit cards. So, you know, a credit card might be 18, to 24%, but you could get an SBA loan for anywhere between eight to 13%. So that that's big. Wow. Wow. Well, <clears throat> that's that I didn't even know about those. Um, because you know, the first time we ever hear ever really ever hearing about the um, loans in reference to small businesses kind of when COVID came about and then, you know, the SBA loan, um, the PPP forgiveness. Um, that's when I became more knowledgeable about what they had to offer, but I never knew that they had more yes. too, um, which doesn't seem as strenuous to apply for um, as a Absolutely. small business owner. Um, um, are you familiar with any other uh, resources that the listeners may find useful, um, even if it doesn't relate to financially, just as, as starting getting their business started. Do you have any? Resources? So yeah, so um, I always um, I enjoy the Small Business Administration and the local small business development corporations in everyone's local area you have these SBA centers, right? 
Um, I know in, in my center, they in my part of town, they just recently opened up a small business center for women. And I say recently, probably within the last year, year and a half, um, they just opened up a center for w- women and they have great free resources, free or reduced resources. A lot of the local colleges um, have an SBA center within their business programs, right? Um, where, where you can get free resources. And I do encourage people sometimes to, and, and I know with starting out, you're bootstrapping everything and, um, you know, cash is, is not just, you're not overflowing with money, right? But um, sometimes it is good to go ahead and get the free knowledge and then just budget for some paid knowledge because, and, and I'm speaking from experience, I've, I've spoken um, at the SBA sites just from a, the, a business mm-hmm. perspective and how to budget or, or the taxes that you have to pay, etc. But when you go to these centers for that advice, they are made to give you a taste of what you need, what to expect. But then you really need to get with an accountant to actually go the next, get to the next step, if if that makes sense. So you want to get, you know, a taste of what you need, um, but you're never going to get everything you need in those spaces. Um, Again, and they're great spaces to give you a taste of, okay, if I hire, this is, this is what I'm going to expect to pay in payroll taxes or self-employment taxes, um, or this is how I keep up with my books, or this is what I can write off, or this is how I use QuickBooks. Those things are definitely going to be made available, but in 45 minute increments or an hour 45, I think the, the longest class I taught was an hour and 45 minutes. Um, or a presentation that I gave, but it's still not enough. You have to go the extra mile and sometimes pay for a consultant to actually take you to that next level if you want to get to that next level, if, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I had a previous guest on the show, um, Dr. Gail Hamilton, and that was one of the points that she also made um, that that's real essential um and having a successful business because you you don't know everything and you need different people with different in in different expertise to be able to help you absolutely um, grow yeah i'll so yeah i'll give you an example so i was um i wanted to refinance a piece of commercial property that i have and i was like wow i don't know what for some reason i i just kept getting denied and I was like, what am I doing? I've purchased residential, pro- um, well, residential property, but I've also purchased commercial property before. And I just could not understand what was going on. And and, and even with the banks, and, and this is an issue that I, I have with the banks. I've actually spoken with a congressperson that was, um, that is on the SBA, um, within the SBA administration about the banks, they will just deny you, but they don't tell you the whole story of why you've been denied. 
they'll give you a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. not like if you apply for personal credit, um, you know, if you apply for a credit card, you're going to get something in the mail saying, hey, you've been denied and this is why and 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 go get your credit report. You know, you get your credit report free. And if it's something on there, the, that's not the process that happens when you apply for commercial um, commercial loans. It's just you've been denied and then you, you'll you get a, a, a phone call, courtesy call from the lender. Too bad, so sad. And then they go on to the next person. So I just couldn't figure out because one, I had equity. I had the cash flow. I had the credit. I couldn't understand what was going on. Or so I thought I had enough of all of these things. Um, and here I was, I mean, this this was recent. So I'm just like, I, I don't understand what, what are they looking for? So I ended up hiring a consultant and I just gave her everything. I said, hey, look, this, you know, here's my, here are my profit and loss statements. Here are my tax returns. Here's my personal credit report. Here's my business credit report. Tell me what is going on. And it, it took us um, probably about six months, but just to get everything to make me bankable again. But I had to pay for that service. And I had been listening to, because the first thing I did, I went to Mr. Google, you know, and like, what's wrong? But even with listening to different people and it's still nothing beats that personal touch because I, and and I do it myself and I I tell people that, um, because I always, before I do um, most of my tax representation consultations, I always give someone a free consultation just to make sure it's something that I can help with. I will tell people and they'll start asking these questions and I'll tell them, hey, I can give you hypotheticals all day long. But until I actually dig down deep into your particular situation, then it's nothing I can help you with in, in reality. So that's, you know, I know I probably said a whole mouthful to say, pay someone get the as much free help as you can but pay someone to really get deep down dirty with with your numbers or with whatever the service that you need wow well thank you so much for all that feedback and i'm pretty sure that it's gonna be helpful to someone because it was definitely helpful to me because i'm trying to reestablish my business as well and so the things that you just recently said I'm going to take notes of those things um, and hopefully with fingers and toes crossed it'll help me grow my business in a successful path and you know I'm able to sustain it for a long period of yeah. time because that's that's the goal um, to open the Absolutely. business and it stay open Absolutely. Um, and, and sometimes yeah. oh I'm sorry so um, Sometimes no, go ahead, um, go ahead. it could be you it time and money, those those are basically your greatest resources, right? So sometimes you're gonna have to spend a little more time on things as I had to spend actually I had to spend time and money, but it was worth it. Um and sometimes just like with those SBA loans. So you might not qualify for an SBA loan, but you may have to qualify you you may qualify 
for another loan. It might be a slightly higher interest rate and you just make sure and, and do well with, with that particular loan at a slightly higher interest rate until you can qualify for the loan that you want. I have um, lending partners, um, as a matter of fact, that their credit score, like you, you can have a 500 credit score and be fine with them. So whereas, you know, with a lot of just the regular bank loans, 500 is not going to cut it. But this, these lenders, they're slightly higher, but they're ethical. They are, they have to still practice the same lending guidelines, good faith and all of that. So you have to do what you have to do, even if it's just for a shorter period of time. Wow. Okay. Okay. And so Deltrice, before we head out for tonight, I want to allow you some time to uh, provide the listeners with your contact information, just in case there's someone listening who needs a tax strategist and needs someone to help and guide them throughout their business journey where you're located your website and absolutely um, so let me see where we can start so if if there is any individual or business that has found themselves not being able to pay back the tax bills this year or whether they have back taxes didn't file didn't pay and they just need some guidance i could be reached uh you can schedule an appointment at call the tax pro that's www call the taxpro.com if there's someone that just needs their taxes done um you could reach out to me either at 803-739-9449 that's 803-739-9449 or taxes at dhartaccounting.com that's d-h-a-r-t accounting.com um or if there is someone that does not qualify for one of those sba loans at this point uh you can go to easybizfunds.com which is uh, again e-a-s-y-b-i-z funds f-u-n-d-s dot com i think that's it that's all. <laughs> that's it okay well i want to thank you again so much for coming on and being a part of the podcast just sharing your knowledge and i know these tools will be useful and resourceful to all the listeners that's listening tonight um and again i wish you the best on all your future endeavors and anything that you have going on and i hope that you find time in the future again to come back absolutely i enjoyed it as usual and yeah just anytime any updates that the government has or any new tax law changes i'm more than happy to come on and share what i know oh thank you thank you thank you and so you guys without further ado we're going to head out for tonight always remember you are a bond within your own shell peace love and light you guys until next time good night Woo! 
Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you guys were able to leave with some great things that could help you in your personal journey. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so that you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111. And remember, you are the bomb within your own shell. Until next time.